Welcome back, my friend, to the Week of Encouragement here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm evangelist Mike McCurry, your host and the director of Bible Tracks Incorporated. I'm going to ask you, if you would, I'd like you to follow along. I'd like you to turn to the book of 1 Samuel in the Old Testament of your Bible. Maybe you have a smartphone nearby with a Bible app on it. I'll give you a few moments to find your place there. We're going to continue with this thought of encouragement. What to do when distress conquers you. What to do when all seems lost, when all around you have lost their heads and seem to be struggling with grief and depression and the, being, the feelings of being overwhelmed and just the situations and circumstances of life. What are we supposed to do? Well, we talked yesterday and the day before about encouraging ourselves in the Lord, not just trying to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, but to truly rely on God for encouragement. And we touched on, just for the briefest moment at the conclusion yesterday, this topic of inquiring of the Lord, talking to God. We're going to look at some practical steps to make that possible. Before we do that, though, I'll make the briefest of announcements about BibleTracksInc.org. Of course, that's our website where we supply for free gospel tracks all over the world. Now, of course, you can call us and visiting the website, of course, is preferred, but I'll give you that phone number if you'd like to call us and place an order that way. Grab a pen, maybe a notepad if you want to put this number down. It's 309 828 6888. Let me give that to you one more time. 309-828-6888. And I'll highlight very briefly here a gospel tract called It's Free. Now what's free? Well, the gospel tract is free, but the title is also It's Free. And at risk of making this a who's on first type situation, here's a situation. We do give our gospel tracks away for free. And yes, the title of this particular gospel track is It's Free. But what I'd like to draw to your attention is the fact that this colorful and very well laid out design done by our office manager, operations director, Austin Marriott, and my brother-in-law, lead designer here at BTI, did a phenomenal job with this gospel track. And I'd encourage you for free to go to Bible tracksinc.org and order it. We don't even charge for the shipping. This gospel track is also part of our sample packet. One each of every gospel track that we currently produce. If you're unfamiliar with our ministry, please feel free to visit that. Now, let's turn back to 1 Samuel. It's a week of encouragement. And I want to spend as much time diving into this concept as possible. I've left over 10 minutes here for us to dive into the meat of God's word as we learn how to talk to God. All right. So for those of us that have been a part of the broadcast to this point, you know that David and his compatriots come back upon their base of operations, a town called Ziklag, and find that all of the women and children have been carried away as captives by the evil Amalekites. And they don't know what to do. The people are so beside themselves that they're talking about killing their leader, David. David, in verse 6 of 1 Samuel 30, is greatly distressed, but he encourages himself in the Lord. And then in verse number 7, let's read that there, 1 Samuel 30 in verse 7, And David said to Abiathar, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord. 
saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him. God answered David and honored his request, honored his ask, his willingness to talk to God. God said, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. So many times and in so many ways, we try to deal with our situations, our circumstances, and specifically our distress, our depression, our lack of, call it encouragement, we try to deal with distress blind. We act as though God's will is like pin the tail on the donkey. You remember that game as a child? I remember as I was a young boy, I was not quite a teenager yet. It might have been 10 or 11, if I recall correctly. And we went over to a birthday party. I think it was my first real introduction to this game called Pin the Tail on the Donkey. And I watched the other boys and girls. They put the blindfold on and, and the adults spun them around five, six, seven, ten times and pointed them at the wall. They had the little tail with them and said, all right, go pin the tail on the donkey. And you know how it goes. Stumbling around a little bit, still a tiny bit woozy and dizzy from being spun around. And there we go, trying to get to the wall. And it really degenerates into laughter because we cannot figure out where we're going. And really, it's kind of an enjoyment for everyone watching as they see you struggle to pin the tail on the donkey. And normally, whoever gets the closest gets a prize. And I took the game very seriously. And I fixed in my mind, just using kind of my ears and the tread even on the floor of the carpet, trying to figure out where I was at. Obviously, I was a competitive 10-year-old. And here I go. I got spun around, but I did not let it affect me, or so I thought. And I walk towards the wall and doing everything I can. You weren't allowed to feel around on the wall for the donkey. You just had to stick it up there one time. And what happens? I am what feels like miles away when I take the blindfold off. I'm doing everything I can on purpose to accomplish the goal, but I'm purposely, because of the blindfold, I'm blind. And of course, my mind brings to memory a blind Bob Finley and the compatriot, the co-laborer with our founder, Paul Levine. Of course, he was a blind young man, and he did so much the cause of Christ in spite of that. But how foolish would it be for you and I to willfully choose to ignore God and to not inquire of the Lord in the simple ways? For instance, you know the child's song? It's not really a child's song. It's for you and for me. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day, pray every day. Why don't you read your Bible? Pray every day. And what? You'll grow, grow, grow. But the inverse, the verse goes like this. Neglect your Bible, forget to pray, forget to pray, forget to pray. Don't neglect your Bible, forget to pray, or you'll shrink shrink, shrink. 
I remember leading that particular song at a junior camp over in Pennsylvania. Had such a great time. The kids had such a great spirit about the things of God and singing those songs. We'd sing that first verse, read your Bible, pray every day, and we'd all get animated and get up on our chairs even. We'll grow as high as we possibly can. You have these seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven year olds all standing up and singing out with everything they can. But then we'd sing that verse, neglect your Bible and forget to pray. And we'd shrink and we'd get down off our chairs. And then we'd sit down on the chairs. And then we'd get down on our knees. And pretty soon, everyone was laid out on the floor because we were shrinking as far down as we possibly could. Why? As an illustration for neglecting to inquire of the Lord. How, my friend, do you anticipate that this is going to be a week of encouragement if this is the very first time this entire day that you are interacting with God. If this is the first time that you've heard a Bible verse today, or even maybe this week, how is it that you anticipate that I, from my distant location in Illinois, will be able to encourage you and pump you up with scripture if you yourself have no desire to talk to God? You say, that's a little bit blunt, Brother Micah. Well, I think dealing with discouragement and depression is a serious and sad thing to do. And when a simple solution, I'm not saying that just reading your Bible is going to solve every single issue of your life. But can I tell you, the vast majority of them will become moot and will become nil when we decide to inquire of the Lord. Let's talk about how to talk to God. Well, realize first of all that our God answers prayer. We know Second Chronicles seven fourteen and 15, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Would you like some basic instructions for talking to God? Well, here's four words that start with T. First, maybe it should bother you so much, your lack of a relationship with God, your lack of a fellowship, I should say, with God, that it maybe even moves you to tears. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. Sometimes we need to get low in our own eyes. We can think more of ourselves than we should, can't we? First, tears. Next, then we need to talk. God is not some being that is so far beyond us that he does not want to hear our prayers. Yes, he is far more powerful and truly all-powerful. And yes, in a way, he is so far beyond us that he shouldn't give us the time of day. But yet, because he loves us so very much, he wants to talk to us. Next, let's tune in shall humble themselves and pray, St. Chronicles, and seek my face. Sometimes we need to do the talking, and sometimes we need to zip our lips and let him talk to us. Lastly, the last T, turn. Be willing to do something with what you hear. So tears, talk, tune in, and turn. There is a short recipe for how to talk to God. And David, though he's dealing with this massive distress, this headache and this irritation and these Amalekites and the people, the leadership issue of the people wanting to dispose him as their leader, what does he do? He encourages himself in the Lord and then he inquires of the Lord. 
thankfully, our God is listening. The question is, are you calling? God oftentimes is waiting by the phone, but he's not going to pick up the phone until it starts ringing, until you give him a call. We will end with this today. Elijah would have never seen fire from heaven without calling on God. Samson would have never brought the house down on the Philistines without what? Calling on God. David would not have killed Goliath without calling on God. Jericho would not have fallen if Joshua had not called on God. The Red Sea wouldn't have opened if Moses hadn't called on God. And on and on it goes. He's listening. The question is, are you calling? 1 Peter 5.7 says this, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. We talked on Monday and introduced this week of encouragement. On Tuesday, we talked about feeling lost in a maze and how to deal with that. On Wednesday, yesterday, we asked, do you actually trust God? Today, how to talk to God. Tomorrow, let's put God's plan into action. Don't miss it. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.